0: and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan, and we're two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We'll reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season three, episode eight, Guess who's coming to dinner? (laughs) Not Sydney Poitier. Just saying. (laughs) Um, This one was written by Heidi Farrar, who also wrote episode 216, where uh, Dawson and Andy get drunk and Dawson assaults Joey. Um, (laughs) So fun times
1: so she wrote singing the blues
0: she wrote the white people sing the blues <laughs> which i got i have a friend who who has watching this series for the first time um uh because we we're doing this podcast and she just texts me randomly about things uh, throughout the day and it's it's quite delightful and she just I, like, all caps was like, what the fuck did I just watch <laughs> <laughs> when they were singing the blues? I was like, I know, girl. It, oh, it's bleak. It was bad then, <laughs> bad now. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. So um, this was directed by James Charleston, who directed episodes of Northern Exposure and Hill Street Blues, among others. Uh, and it originally aired on November 24th, 1999. So right before Thanksgiving, uh, description from Wikipedia. All right. When Jen's mother, Helen, unexpectedly, unexpectedly arrives in Capeside to spend Thanksgiving with her mother and daughter, Dawson tells her what he knows about Eve. And this clearly flusters Helen, who asks him not to tell Jen a poignant speech at the dinner table forces Helen to think again. And she eventually tells Jen that she has a half sister. Upset and confused by her mother's confession, Jen attempts to change her relationship with Pacey to the more physical, but finds comfort in another unexpected way. Mitch and Gail reveal that their divorce has become final. That's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's all. That's all that's written here. Mm. Okay. So, um, our history's mysteries. Uh november twenty third, nineteen ninety nine, the National Assembly of Kuwait revokes a nineteen eighty five law that granted women suffrage. Oh, um God. so that's some bullshit. Uh yeah. Fuck. yeah. Uh November twenty sixth, nineteen ninety nine, the seven point five Ambrim earthquake shakes Vanuatu and a destructive tsunami follows. Ten people were killed and forty were injured. 7.5 wow. is fucking huge. It's wild. Wild, yeah. Ooh. And then November 27th, 1999, the center-left Labour Party takes control of the New Zealand government, with Helen Clark becoming the second female prime minister in New Zealand's history. New Zealand, teach us your ways, please. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're flailing over here. <laughs> um, okay, so the number one movie in the country is The World is Not Enough. Um, uh, the yeah. Pierce Brosnan yeah it's Pierce Brosnan as Brosnan James Bond and of course the number one song is Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas but the number two song is a banger oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's Brian McKnight's Back Back at One oh, um, I love that song <laughs> it's a great song oh
1: my Oh my god yeah that is such like a
0: high school dance classic my n- literal note aaron hensley is which i definitely slow dance with someone to in high school yes. <laughs>
1: oh my
0: god. god Yeah. damn yeah yeah banger all right so we're That's out banger. of i think we're kind of out of the doldrums um of bad just bad music up and down we're getting better <laughs> also the Dixie Chicks, uh, I think Cowboy Take Me Away debuted that week. I think I saw that, too. I think it was oh. Cowboy Take Me Away. It was one great Dixie Chicks song debuted that week, oh too. So. Cool. Um, you mean the Chicks. Oh, the Chicks. I'm sorry. They were called the Dixie Chicks at that time. <laughs> um, so I have two corrections from last week before we dive in, which is okay. n- number one. I gave the show of Dawson's Creek credit for getting a date right and then I relooked and they did not get that date right. Oh. <laughs> um, they said that the thing happened on November 10th and I was like, "Oh, and it's the the week that this episode aired, but this episode aired that episode, the last one aired November 17th." So, oh. <laughs> I was I it was off by a week. It was off by a week, which I'm guessing they it was supposed to air on November 10th
1: yeah yeah, and
0: then totally. because of the production shutdown which we're going to talk about um it, it moved um and then also i just wanted to say a quick thank you to sarah who corrected me on joey saying love never ends i was like when did she say that and sarah was like uh-huh. she said it when they were watching the age of innocence in the uh-huh. finale of season two and i was like yes she certainly did and you are correct so thank you sarah for writing me a note and correcting me i really appreciate that And so with that, episode has
1: some callbacks to that season two finale.
0: Oh boy, does it! Um, And so with that, welcome to Thanksgiving nineteen ninety (laughs) nine, Aaron. Yep, we're here. We're here. I fucking love a Thanksgiving episode. Um, and this one's a ride. Here we are. Oh my god, (laughs) this episode. Okay,
1: so. We open in the provision store.
0: Yeah, at the grocery with store. With
1: Jen and Pacey shopping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Thanksgiving. And Pacey's like, when I called you to hook up, this isn't really what I had in mind. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Jen's like, yeah, I'm aware. But like Grams' Thanksgiving feast takes precedence over our sex life. And Pacey's like, Pacey's like, mm, we don't have a sex life. What sex life? <laughs> <laughs> And, and Jen's like, like
1: giggling at the thought of them hooking up
0: totally she's like "First first of all it's not my fault and he's like actually it definitely is your fault that we don't have a sex life and she's like you know I just find it funny to watch you paw at me and Pacey I mean is like foreplay is no laughing matter and I, I want to say first of all sometimes foreplay is a laughing matter um <laughs> but also I like that he understands its importance you know? Yeah. Friend to women. Friend, friend to, to women, women. indeed. Mm, yeah. Mm. And Jen's just cracking up. Like, <laughs> she's like... <laughs> he, like,
1: goes in for a kiss and, yeah. like, she, she just is, like, giggling. She's she cannot. <laughs> t-
0: she's totally. And she's like, you know, but, but maybe, like, later today, like, we can find some time to be alone. And Paisley's like, no, I gotta go to my parents' house for Thanksgiving. Like, after yeah. we're at yours. And then, um... Describes actually a truly awful sounding Thanksgiving that he's going to have to go be in. Uh, Yeah. So this is just a reminder. All cops are bastards. <laughs> yeah. Because he says, oh, the Witter women will slave over a hot stove all day, only to be told by the chief of police, a.k.a. Mr. Witter, that the food sucks. Um, And he... Yeah. Turkey's dry. (laughs) Turkey's dry. Food sucks. Um, And Mr. Witter, of course, will have not helped a bit, just has sat there drinking beer and watching football all day. So that sounds great. Um,
1: It's wild. I mean, I know this is like the traditional like American Thanksgiving experience, uh you know, Um, and it's horrible. (laughs)
0: yeah i mean look i i have mixed feelings about thanksgiving because it's kind of my favorite holiday but i also like understand what a problematic shitty holiday it is in like
1: and what we're like quote celebrating
0: yeah 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 exactly um but like yeah I, i i don't know um there are some traditions that i think we would better um, be better if we left in the in the past uh, and this is one of them so then Jen's like you know well thankfully Grams is offering this alternative Thanksgiving to everyone and Pacey kind of sneakily is like yeah I mean who else is who else is gonna, be, gonna there? be there
1: and Jen smiles and she's like don't worry Andy declined the invite yeah
0: she's making and dinner for Jack and her dad which yeah. I'm like
1: why is andy making this Again, whole dinner it's like oh, don't worry um she's doing some labor in service of men so,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you'll it's see all that good. throughout
1: the episode um <laughs> happy thanksgiving that's what thanksgiving means right mm-hmm. men sit around while women just like quote slave in the kitchen yeah okay cool okay and um Pacey's face drops at the mention of andy and he's like no no that's not what i meant even though it is yeah totally know? and um and he's like, but that's really cool that she's like going to spend time with her family. Like, you know, and yeah. he obviously is conflicted in last episode. He's like, why am I a bad guy? She broke my heart, you yeah. know? So he's, that's the thing, is he's heartbroken over her, but like, he's still is in love with her you know well
0: and he just like the fact that he just like kind of wants her to be okay like that's what really came across to me is that he's like you know i just wanted andy like he's just like he's glad she's got jack and her dad he's like cool like she's you know she's cared for being cared for this thanksgiving which is awesome and then jen goes in to hug pacey because he she like gets it that he's like fucking hurt yeah yeah and he kind of tries to flirt with her a little bit. Like, he's like, man, you smell so good. And, uh, he
1: was, like, caressing the back of her head. <laughs> and she Je- just burst out laughing.
0: Bursts <laughs> out laughing. So fucking funny. Like, I gotta say, Josh Jackson and Michelle Williams, I've been, like, this whole week we've been prepping. I've been having fantasies. Like, what if they did a what movie together? I. Like, it would be really good
1: my boyfriend was watching this episode with me and he's like damn they're cute together
0: yeah I know they are I mean like I get that like it doesn't make sense for them to actually date but like this is a fun I actually have fun with them like hanging out and being and like they're two really intuitive people so like yeah they're both like
1: sensitive smart thoughtful people yeah like they're the best actors on the show so oh, by watching far them together is like always dynamic
0: yeah yeah and so like yeah i just like love the the jen pacey hugging or like hanging time and like yeah. just her cracking up at him and then he's like oh come on Like, just <laughs> like yeah. <It's> so
1: funny, <laughs> and, and
0: then we go to the credits
1: yeah so when we come back we're at dawson's house and his dad's sitting on the couch watching football and he walks into the kitchen where his mom is like in an apron pulling out pies (laughs) pumpkin pies okay why is she there
0: (laughs) uh that we're gonna have that question answered for us aaron in just one second um she's also apparently making oyster stuffing all of which they're bringing to uh the ryan's house jen's grandmother um and Dawson then asks Gail how the apartment search is coming.
1: Yeah. And, and we find out Gail is staying like at, in the guest room. In the guest room. house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I I, I, like totally freaked out by it. And I'm like kind of.
0: Yeah. I, I'm just like, fam, have this conversation before Gail moves into the guest room. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure why it's happening right now. What is going on? I know.
1: (laughs) Like, okay. They were like, the last episode, Gail legit was like, yeah, I think I fucked Mitch for the first time in Witch Island. (laughs) But then she didn't say, like, let's sit down. Let's talk about, like, my, you know, plan. I'm going to move here. But, like, you know, in the guest room and I'm going to get an apartment. You know, like, what? This actually pertains to Dawson. Right. No, no, no. So, um... You know, as Dawson's freaked out, Mitch comes in and tries to steal a bite of the pie and yeah. Gail legit pulls a knife
0: on him. <laughs> <laughs> she does it in a funny way but yes she does it's
1: <laughs> really funny She's yeah like, get away from my pie i'm not about to cruise to graham's house with a half-eaten pie i mean or-
0: i like seriously i, I would know. not yeah
1: First, let that shit cool she just pulled
0: out the oven yeah yeah it's gonna melt all over you Come and on. dawson's like or mitch is like dawson you're missing a great game in there and i'm like okay on what fucking planet has dawson ever watched a football i thought we already went over this i know
1: (laughs) dawson's like let's throw the pigskin around and mitch is like thanks for trying yeah
0: yeah that's not that's not really you son and they have this like weirdo little family bicker time like gail's like no pie for you no like you know and mitch is like oh she makes this pie and like makes it smell good in here and then won't let us eat it it's like this very odd like exchange and then yeah. dawson's kind of having none of it he's like he's like uh this feels like an episode of the waltons and
1: yeah yeah then that, it's like, awkward between everyone because they're like oh
0: and
1: i've never seen the waltons yeah. so i don't know what yeah he's referring and then to. Um, it just feels like a nor, dysfunctional nor have family I... situation with a family that like overly communicates but then simultaneously like under communicates
0: yeah they they overly communicate about weird random shit and then like don't communicate about the stuff that really matters which is kind of Dawson's vibe so it checks out yeah that's Dawson's vibe yeah but I think he's like saying oh we're like like y'all are trying to be like a sitcom family like a 50s sitcom family but like we're not that so why are we trying to look like that and then Gail's like why don't you go change and I'm like yeah I think that's a great idea (laughs) so Jen walks into Grams'
1: house and she tells Grams that Sam said hi and Grams is like who the fuck's Sam
0: and she's like oh the deli guy that has a crush on you and Grams is like,
1: Yeah, okay. Um, I need to tell you something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jen's like, Girl, don't worry. I will totally behave. I'll yeah. even think of something to be thankful for in front of your church friends.
0: <laughs> and like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm cleaning out my closet to put the coats in, like, here I, I am. This. Yeah, I y- yeah, your model and, granddaughter. And Grams is like, Yeah, I mean, I got something else to tell you.
1: And and Jen's like I got to go get ready and Grams is like oh god and she starts spinning about well, she, the meaning of Thanksgiving
0: Right cuz they do kind of a like walk and talk right yeah. they're Jen's walking towards her room and Grams yeah Grams is like well let me <laughs> Thanksgiving is about Thinking and forgiving, and family. <laughs> and, and breaking and, oh, bread God, together. God,
1: and, like, we're all going to be together. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, trying to brush her off. And <laughs> yeah. Jen steps into her room, and oh shit, her mom's there.
0: Uh, yeah, so it's Mel Harris that mm-hmm. we see. Um, of course, Mel Harris, Golden Globe-nominated um, actress, uh, probably best known for 30-something. Um, and then... I used to watch a sitcom that she was on called Something So Right, mm, which was which was on Musty TV. I think it lasted like a season and a half, uh-huh. but I like only watched NBC's See TV in the mid 90s. That's all I watched. So I watched it. Her most recent big show was um, Saints and Sinners on USA. But hmm. um, she's someone who's like, if y'all like... She's a that girl where you're like, totally. I've seen her on a million things, you know? A million things. Yeah, yeah. yeah and she's great like she's a great actress and i think like i'm gonna get a little more into that in a little bit but um but you know like putting up someone like mel harris next to michelle williams i think you you start to really see (laughs) yeah you start to really see her pull away from the pack if you will (laughs) yeah
1: so, so we're at the Potter's mm-hmm. and it's still like a mess in there, like a construction zone. Yeah. And Bessie's like, oh shit, I forgot that plastic in the turkey. <laughs> and a gizzard Joey, bag. Joey's like, the gizzard bag? It's just not going
0: well over at the Potter's. It, she maybe takes the the turkey out of a microwave. Out of a microwave. Like I don't a know. big microwave. It, it, I very turkey. strange. I
1: think turkey's gross. I think it smells horrible. This is not my vibe um yeah. even in 1999 i didn't eat turkey so yeah <laughs>
0: 1999 is when i stopped eating turkey so i can't remember if it was before or after thanksgiving but probably before um but uh so i like the thing is right is that i don't i don't quite understand why they're making turkey at all because they do say at right here that they're gonna go to mrs ryan's they're going yes. to jen's grandma's house. And so, also, like you forgot to take the gizzard bag out, which means you're making unseasoned turkey.
1: Well, it's a,
0: <laughs> still raw too. That thing takes yeah. like eight hours to cook, doesn't it? <laughs> like it takes a long time. I'm just like, where's Bodie? <laughs> yes. Um, these two cannot cook clearly, but also they ran a restaurant, so I don't know why they can't cook. I, it's and just- also they're starting a B and B, so probably not a great idea if you can't yeah. cook.
1: They need the second B breakfast. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: and so Joey, she, you know, is overwhelmed by the holidays and Mm -hmm. she starts remembering her mom and she was like, you know, it's not fair. Mom would have had like an elaborate meal and it would be fucking delicious. And she'd have her own cooking show right now. So we learn now, like not only was her mom an artist and a little cynical towards her father, she also was a good cook.
0: Yeah. And Joey says, like, you know, just be it's the holidays and I like feel like any minute now he's gonna walk through the door, or she's gonna walk through the door and like tell everyone to leave the kitchen and just like whew, I feel I feel that deeply. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um so then we go over to Dawson's room and Gail comes in to check on him.
1: Yeah. Uh, and she's like, Oh, I ran into Helen. Yeah, and she's so- like, I
0: didn't want to say anything in front of your dad, which I'm like, why? why did she not want to say anything about it in front of mitch maybe mitch and helen dated at kate high <laughs> i like i feel like this fan fiction is writing itself Aaron. i know it really we're into is. it i mean <laughs> obviously so yeah maybe mitch is eve's dad oh shit <laughs> um saying. but there's no evidence to that but who knows <laughs> um mitch only has one friend and he's well we're never gonna see him again so you know and um polyamorous or <laughs> yeah cuckolder uh, we don't know we don't but. know what his deal is but um but so so yeah Gail, she's like, like i ran into helen and yeah, then she's
1: and, like and gail's like do you think this has anything to do with a certain half-sister and i'm like hold up dawson yeah. told his mom about this situation apparently so so the only person he confided in about this secret was his mother. His mother. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I mean. Be- yeah, because. Okay. And at this moment, she didn't like, you know, say like, oh, we're pretty close. We talk whatever. I'm going to tell you about Mike's why I'm moving home. And like, she didn't want to communicate about that.
0: No, no, no. Just just. <laughs> nope. Nope. OK. Because Dawson's like, I don't know how Jen's going to take this. Gail's like, or er, no, no, no gail's like you know could they be discussing the half sister and dawson's like highly unlikely because jen doesn't know there is a half sister and gail's like shook oh you didn't tell her and it's like why the fuck would he tell her why would he tell her
1: i mean i don't know it's hard like again it's like a very similar situation to the season two finale where you know this really fucked up thing about your friend's parent you know yeah and like you know would you tell them and would you not like in this situation it's like we don't even know anything there's like a picture and that's it
0: right absolutely and you know gail says she's impressed by dawson's self-control and then like dawson's like no it was gutlessness (laughs) and then like and then Gail's kind of like, "Oh, do you think it's a coincidence that like you find this this like skeleton in the closet, and then like this family gets together for the first time in over a year and a half?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a coincidence, Gail."
1: <laughs> Although simultaneously, like you're like, "Okay, Dawson's Creek, so y'all trying to be meta." I know. <laughs> I know,
0: I know. Here, we'll give just a little. <laughs> Ding
1: like um, yes it's a coincidence
0: but for the show no it's not come <laughs> we on. gotta wrap this shit up <laughs> so okay. then we go to the dock where jen is like chilling by herself in front of her house Chilling
1: is not the word i would use
0: she's, she's thinking she's nearly despondent <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> she's
0: she's shook she, yeah yeah and grams comes up and is like you know come back to the house And Jen's like, pissed pissed
1: at Graham's like, why the fuck didn't you tell me this was gonna be my day? And Graham's like, hold up, I did not know.
0: Yeah, happened. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Apparently your dad didn't come home from Europe,
0: so Helen came at the last minute. (laughs) Right. And she's like, you know, well, she doesn't she's not here that because she Jen says she's not here because she wants to see me. She's yeah. here because she hates my dad and has nowhere else to go. Yeah. And Grams is like, well, you know, she actually says something really sweet where she's like, I actually think that you're, like, ready to see her. Like, you're prepared to deal with this mm-hmm. past yeah, and, like, start facing these problems and, like...
1: And Jen's like, whoa, some parental figure has my back. Right. (laughs) It's actually seeing me, you know. Um, My parents are fucking assholes. And and, um, Jen can't. And Graham's is like, maybe you can't find the right words because there's just too much to say.
0: Yeah. And then Graham tells Jen that, like, for the past 14 months, she's been watching her change and, like, that she's, like more at peace with herself and more serious and she's really crossed this threshold. And then right at this moment we get this great music cue mm-hmm. of Mary Beth Maziar's better than anyone. And it's like such a quintessentially Dawson's Creek. Oh yeah. Like song and sound and it's like we're on the creek and this song is playing. It's just like it's so perfect. Yep um and Jen's kind of like I don't think like I think it's more of a crossroads like I feel like I could go either way yeah and Gramps tells her to put one foot, foot in front of the other and like sort of directs her towards the house
1: yeah and it's really sweet because they start walking towards the house and grams like is literally holding on to jen like being there like physically to give her strength you know and like jen we so often see her just all alone like physically mentally emotionally and like this is like one of the times where like grams is like i'm not leaving your side i got your back like you know in every single way and they like Grams hold on to her as they walk. Like you don't have to do this alone.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So we Pacey go. He rides over to Grams' yeah. house. <laughs> yeah, we go over to the backyard and Pacey pulls up on his bike, only to see Ooh, Jack <sighs>
1: and Andy are walking in. <laughs> y'all didn't see this coming
0: did you (laughs) oh no 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 not at all not at all um Jen told us they weren't coming um it's awkward oh wow is it awkward um and they kind of all greet each other with like a happy Thanksgiving and like Pacey's trying to be nice and then he but he's like oh I thought you were I thought you were gonna spend the day with your dad yeah yeah and and you know Jack then jack's pissed (laughs) he's like oh he got stuck in chicago you would think that a parent might try any way he can to get back to his children Mm -hmm. but that is not what happened
1: not mr mcphee no okay and uh, andy's andy's so positive like i'm sure he tried you know just like her typical self you know yeah and um, Pacey looks at Andy and he's like, oh, what did what did you bring? And Jack is sweet and is like, oh, Andy made a pie. She made it. And um, and she has, he asked Pacey, like, what'd you bring? And Pacey's like, oh, you know. Just some canned food.
0: I'm not really like a culinary <laughs> expert. The cra- he brought canned ca- cranberry sauce, which is a centerpiece at any Thanksgiving
1: dinner.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, you can't miss it. So, and we and never the-
1: had that. We always had the my mom would make it fresh, and it's not good fresh.
0: My mom makes a cranberry sauce that I actually really like, but I always insisted that we have the canned one that you slice. Mm-hmm. Um the right. like jelly. I, I've actually like
1: never had that. Canned food really grosses
0: me out. Oh, I, I mean, I find that to be like amazing. Um it's it's like my favorite one of my favorite yeah. things.
1: <laughs> no, um, people love it. It just canned food. It is,
0: I, I mean I hear you, but <laughs> that that shit's amazing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i hear you but you're missing out entirely yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so then pacey like asks andy how she is and he's like just so sweet and soft with her like i know and, and like, scared like you know yeah like yeah. he's just kind of like oh i don't like i don't i'm not trying to push any buttons i'm just like asking how you are and she's just kind of like Oh, I'm fine, and Pacey's like, "Yeah, we just like haven't touched base in a while, and I just wanted to like check in with you, yeah, and then Andy <laughs> turns on him, <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's just hurt. <laughs> I know that she's hurt, but she also kind of like he she is being so it. nice, and, I know. like sweet, and yeah, yeah. And she's like you know like what is it with you guys like you want to be so polite after the breakup and like you know you made this decision like now you have to like let basically you made this bed now you lie in it yeah and you know T- pacey's just kind of like he's like ooh, you know what i was just stopping by
1: i'm gonna get going yeah he's like uh, i, so- I-, I think to i'm gonna go you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Andy's like, oh shit, no, 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 no. We, yeah. We're the ones who came last minute. No, we're gonna go. And Jack's like, hard pass, you assholes. Get yeah. over yourselves. <laughs> Fuck you both. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> You're both staying. It's yeah. Thanksgiving, and like, Grams is hosting this gang of misfits. So like, get over yourself.
1: Yeah. And let's just get into the house. Yeah. You know?
0: So then, when as people start arriving and we go into the house, we get a great another great music cue, or we're supposed to get a great music cue. Um, For the Eurythmics, the Eurythmics song 17 again. Um, And we kind of watch everyone arrive and hug each other and Bessie and Mitch hug and then Gail carries Alexander in and then Joey and Dawson walk in together and Joey's yeah. like, oh, like, it's kind of weird seeing your parents like together and getting along, mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, so we just have that little beat before Jen invites everyone in and, like, takes their yeah, coats. Yeah, and she takes
1: all their coats mm-hmm. up into her room as she had planned. Uh uh-huh. And her mom is there getting ready. In, yeah, putting like, on So makeup. it was her mom's room growing up, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's and what... Now
1: Jen's room, yeah. yeah. And Jen is cold to her mom, but her yeah. mom asks her to zip up her dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then her mom looks in a mirror they're like looking in a mirror together oh my and her mom is just like
0: you're getting so beautiful yeah i mean look these two ladies in a mirror together is not bad to look at like they're the both of them are so beautiful but like jen's kind of like you know i was just like kind of remembering how i used to watch you put on makeup like i used to watch you in the mirror um putting on makeup and brushing your hair and like i studied when i was little i like studied your every move
1: yeah and then Helen says, like, you know, yeah. And you, then Helen's like, yeah, like, I was the most important person in the room. <laughs> in the world, she says. Yeah. And and it's like, we know Jen is, like, triggered by the fact that her mom, like, wanted her to be in pageants, wanted her yeah. to be, like, perfect, wanted yeah. her to be, like, this beauty queen, you know? Yeah. And so at the mention of being beautiful, like, it's really hard for her because, like, she – wants to be seen as more than that. Like, you know, like, especially the juxtaposition of grams being like, I see how strong you are. I see how brave you are. I see how much you've grown, you know, like Jen doesn't or or cramps, doesn't center
0: her praise on Jen's looks. Well, and I also think like, I think you're totally right. But I also think there's like a kind of parent who like deals well with kids and like Mm -hmm. the adoration of kids of of their little kid and then once the kid becomes their own person and becomes a you know starts to like grow into their own adulthood like there's like a massive divide that happens this is the experience every
1: daughter has with their mother when they turn like 12 or 13
0: okay i this is not was not my experience (laughs) with my mother but i think that it is a very common one yeah you know but like uh, where there is this sort of like I think that there is a kind of parenting and a kind of parent that kind of can't deal with an adult child, or uh, you know, one who is becoming an adult. Right, right, right. Exactly. One, someone who's right. Jen's not an adult at thirteen. I didn't mean to imply that, but like that she's growing into her then and is no longer like looking at Helen like that. You know.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And so Helen, you know, after she um, claims herself to be the most important person in the world, uh-huh. she goes to show Jen that Helen has brought her something. Right. Uh, Like real I you fancy, a gift. Yeah. real fancy pearl necklace.
0: Yeah. Jen opens it and it's like apparently something she's always loved. Like it's her mom's Yeah. Pearl yeah. necklace. And like, it's sort of implied that Grams gave it to Helen and then now Helen is giving age. it. Yeah, Yeah. yeah and Jen's and like
1: Jen's like I don't have anywhere to wear these like maybe at home and then she grips herself and she's like well or new you new know york. new york you know kind of like reframing who she is like yeah. home home might not be new york anymore yeah and and Helen's like no 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 it's okay i i want you to have them it's like special you know and Jen reminds her, like, look, you told me pearls lose their luster if they don't get
0: worn. Yeah. And Helen's like, and, and, you know, she's like, they're like people, you should keep them close. And Helen just like says, Jen, please. And then Jen leaves. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's a bit frosty between these two.
1: It's like, yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah. I mean, fuck this lady.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not good. Um, yeah. So then we go to the kitchen where Joey and Dawson offer to help Grams. Yeah. And Grams just tells them to pray, <laughs> 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 which is great. I love it. And, and then she leaves and Jen comes in.
1: Yeah, Jen walks in and Jen is upset. It's Ooh, yeah. very clear. And you know they ask jen about her mom
0: yeah they're like, like oh we heard your mom's in town like are we in, do we get to meet her like they're they're like actually really super nice about it have yeah. it not knowing what the experience jen has just had right yeah. yeah yeah they're like did you know she was here you
1: know yeah and yeah like, and like jen gets a little pissed and then dawson's like well is there any news on the home front yeah you know and jen's like what you want me to get out of here you know and then Dawson kind of gets in on his motives, like you know, yeah. he's trying to like push her for
0: information. Right, which, it's really inappropriate. I agree, because cause Dawson's like, you know, did you talk to her? It's been a while, and Jen's like, you know, sh- like, n- like, no, barely. like barely, yeah. And Dawson's like, well, like, you know, was maybe she. she, tell she... You anything? Was there anything she wanted to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, maybe she misses Dawson. Says maybe she misses you, and she's sorry she sent you away. And then Joey, like, Jen is, like, busying herself with something, and Joey comes around and sort of looks right at Jen's face. Yeah. And th- I feel like there are these moments where you see, like, how good these two actually can be together when they are allowed to be.
1: Yeah. Like, like we this whole episode, we see Joey being a good friend to, like, almost everyone she's paired with. And you're absolutely. like, I can't see this more. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, because Joey you know, it's like, come on, we're all strangers to our parents, you know, and yeah. like, w- you know, sometimes you might wish that you could like know how she'd like to cook turnips or like, just to know a little bit
0: more about her. Well, because Jen says that, like, since she was 13, her mom has stared at her with mild disregard, like she's a stranger. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, which goes back to what I was saying about like, you know, that kind of parenting. And then, yeah, Joey's like, you know, the, before you know it, like, this person might be gone and you're not going to get to ask her all these things that you wanted to ask her. And I I, I feel like there is this, like, really awful wisdom you learn, you you, you gain yeah. when you l- lose a parent. And, and the fact that Joey's able to give that moment to Jen, like, because I think, like, and I, I don't know what it is to lose a parent that I'm don't have a a strong relationship with right like Mm -hmm. i I don't know what that's like i mean my dad had a really really fucked up relationship with his dad Mm -hmm. and and his dad died very young um and so like i kind of saw the the adult effects of that but like but like joey sort of having this wisdom of like you know even though your mom is kind of an asshole at some point she's not going to be there and you might be mad at yourself if you didn't try yeah that's not to say that it's gonna go well <laughs> that's not to say that you have to have a relationship with her but the trying yeah no no she she centers it on
1: Jen like yeah you might be upset you didn't try she's yeah. like a lot of times like Dawson will give the advice like you have to talk to your dad yeah you have to talk to your mom like yeah. you know instead of being like look you might regret this if you don't be the person you want to be that yeah. person's still gonna be an asshole right but like what person do you want to be you know yeah
0: so joey i mean like i think that's such an important like piece of wisdom that joey's able to to give to jen and mm-hmm. then like jen apologizes to her and joey's like no 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 like that's not what i'm getting at but like yeah i just like i, I want you to give like y- you should give your mom a chance like she came here to talk to you and to be with you and then joey says maybe you owe her that much and i just like Jen doesn't really owe Helen anything, but like she should definitely consider giving that much.
1: I mean, definitely, this is like one of my problems. Like I said earlier, (laughs) yeah, like they center it with the parents, you know. And I I just don't think that there's capitalism in relationships, so there's no debt, you know. You don't owe anyone, people. Like there's no, yeah, like yeah, it's not necessary. But I do think that it's more like what Jen was saying, like or Joey was saying to Jen, like who do you want to be in this situation? Right. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. um, And, and so then we go down to the dock and Helen is uh, just chilling there. Drink drinking a bourbon all alone. I mean, listen, Aaron, I would really give a lot to drink a bourbon all alone on a dock right now. And if anyone has the hookups to how I can do that without giving anyone coronavirus and, or getting it myself, I would love to hear it. Um, so, uh, and who do you think comes up to her? I mean, I would think that it would be Jen, but or Grams, um, maybe, or, Grams, maybe. Or, or her best friend, Gail. <laughs> I want I uh, in my mind, Gail and Helen were best friends at one point. Yeah. Um, and, then and then something Mitch came between he, them. Mitch. Mitch came between them yes god someone write me this fan fiction <laughs> i wonder immediately like, also like are we thinking about rebooting this series because i don't know that's a great idea that have it incredible All have 80s 80s themed have at it 70s have at it the cw just give yeah. us you know give us a little money and, and we're gonna be good um <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh no so- no it's dawson dawson walks up oh dawson walks Helen. up sure and he intros himself like mm-hmm. i'm gail's mm-hmm. son and she's like oh yeah okay yeah 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 and then and, um then he like randomly is like yeah i used to date jen but like now we're just good friends
0: um <laughs> yeah dawson town gossip dawson is like <laughs> let me fill you in on some things and helen's like okay, okay
1: thanks for telling me that and he's like uh, There's something else, though, Mm -hmm. I
0: need to gossip with you about. (laughs) He's got the hot Um, goss about you. Um.
1: I met this girl. Uh Her name was Eve. Sure. She was just passing through. Mm. And like she like, I guess, was put up for adoption and she's looking for a birth mom.
0: And (laughs) Helen goes, and what does this have to do with me? And I'm like, you fucking know what it has to do with you, Helen. No, come on.
1: (laughs) But she's a true waspy woman. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
0: and She's like, whatever do you mean, sir? (laughs) uh,
1: Deny, deny, deny. Yeah, Um, yeah. (laughs) Okay. And Dawson's like, I mean, the thing is, like, Eve was carrying a picture of you. Uh Uh-huh. And Helen's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, is she, like, still in town? Like, I mean, what's
0: what's the deal deal? here? Yeah. And And then Helen's like... Oh, Dawson says no. Yeah. And then Helen's like, does Jen know anything about this? Just right to the chase, Helen. Mm-hmm. And Dawson's like, so it's true.
1: And Helen doesn't, you know, does doesn't not really acknowledge. Respond. And uh, Dawson's like, I mean, you should tell
0: Jen. Right. Because he tells Helen that like he didn't tell Jen because he didn't think it was his place. And Helen's like, this is really painful
1: yeah and dawson's like no no the the woman experience i i know it better <laughs> um <laughs> you have to tell jen
0: yeah and helen tells him like this is personal and the girl is gone so like i don't see any reason for jen to know anything about this and then dawson f- speaking of fan fiction dawson <laughs> is writing his own Yes. Um,
1: he's like it's so extra high and mighty
0: well because the thing is is he's like well there's nothing to prevent eve from coming back to town and and helen's like oh her name's eve and he's like eve whitman and i'm going that is not her goddamn name i know (laughs) Dawson,
1: Uh, you believe that
0: (laughs) and dawson's like you know eve could like approach jen herself and i just like think it might be better coming from you and i'm like This is so, like, again, fan fiction. That's fan fiction, Dawson. Like, the odds of that happening are so low.
1: (laughs) And even if they do, it's just, like, this is so fucked up. Right. Like, the thing is, like, making a choice with your pregnancy is difficult, no matter what choice you make. Sure. And... Helen made this really painful choice to give her baby up for adoption to carry it to term give it up for adoption we don't know the circumstances behind anything of this pregnancy it doesn't matter for what choice she makes like you know it's it's neither here nor there but what a really painful experience to go through and to have this 16 year old boy tell her You how she, t- yeah. What she should do about this, you know. Yeah. She also made the choice to not tell her daughter about this, you know. Yeah. And I think that's her choice to make, you know? Oh, my absolutely. Mom, my mom's adopted and people ask her on the rake, Oh, did you ever want to find your birth mother? And my mom's like, um, you mean the sixteen year old girl that got kicked out of her house by her parents and had to give birth all alone in like a uh you know, one of those places yeah. Catholic women in nineteen fifty seven. Um, I think that sounds a little bit painful. Like, for no. Her. Yeah. And
0: I also have a mom. Right. Well, and that's the thing, right? Is that it's like, Graham's is so religious. It's, you know, I think there's some inferences we might be able to make about why Helen had to do what she did. Yeah. Um, you know, those may, may also, or may not be true. It also maybe doesn't matter. But like, and we
1: like, there isn't, we could make the assumption we don't know whether this is true that grams knew as well
0: yeah i mean i i would make that assumption but perhaps she didn't there's a reality she
1: didn't know you know Sure. but so it's like what is it on grams to tell jen like they're Mm -hmm. all you know a
0: part of this this secret right and they're all a part of this family unlike dawson
1: yeah and And helen tells him he's out of line yeah, because he fucking is <laughs> like, excuse me, what does this serve Jen to know this
0: about her mom? Uh, I mean, well, I think it does serve her, but only if her mom is the one that wants to tell her. And I'm gonna I think we should we'll get to that at the end of the episode or towards the end of the episode. I think there's a way in which it does serve Jen. Um, but also, it's not Dawson's decision absolutely it's it's horrible to watch this storytelling. yeah yeah it is and it like is.
1: the way that the show tries to convince us that dawson is the moral compass of the show he this is the second time he's taken over an experience that a woman is having and just straight up told him what they have to do
0: yep yep and um so dawson's like you know i I've, I've seen what happens when families keep these secrets from each other like and he just doesn't want to see Jen get hurt and Helen's like neither do I and walks away. So
1: what is he? He's equating the fact that his mom had an affair.
0: Yes, that is what so he's he doing. he thinks like
1: all <laughs> secrets related to sex are equal.
0: Yeah, that is yeah, it's true. That's what he's doing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The way he has, like his relationship with sex, is so fucking twisted. He has the worst yeah. relationship with sex
0: of all of our characters <laughs> yeah. on the show. I, I would tend to agree with that. Yes. Um, <laughs> but then, Aaron, we get a great music cue um, mm-hmm. <laughs> coming out of this scene, which is yet again Mary Beth, Mary Beth Maziar is better than every, better than anyone. Jesus, I can't talk today. Um. So better than anyone. Um. And we see. On the right, on the Ryan porch, um, yeah, that great screen and porch. Andy s- and
1: Joey, and then we also see Pacey and Jack are setting up the table, and we're gonna cut in between these two.
0: Yeah, these par- two little pairings. pairings.
1: Yeah. So Joey comes up to Andy, and she's like,
0: "Wait, I just want to note." Aaron, before we get dig into this scene, the the boys are setting up a table outside, um, in Cape Cod at the end of November. About
1: that, because like, I mean, obviously, I've lived in California my whole life. Uh I'm pretty sure every Thanksgiving I've ever had is in California. I can't think of one that wasn't here. Maybe
0: Arizona, yeah,
1: Um, which is cold.
0: in the part that you're talking about is cold. Oh, no, yeah. wait. With Phoenix. Your grandma. Phoenix. Yeah.
1: Um, it still is pretty chilly in California. It's chilly in, in
0: California. Yeah.
1: I mean, we... Usually and by have, that, we
0: mean it's the 50s and 60s.
1: Well, it's weird because we usually have pretty cold Thanksgivings, but warm Christmases. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, because we get a cold snap in, in November. November. Yeah. But then it heats up in, in December. But I was actually thinking that. I was like, I've never once had a Thanksgiving
0: outside um i feel like i probably have uh but uh, but i now i can't think about it um i mean yeah maybe not maybe you're right yeah also that seems like it would be nice <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying i don't think it would be nice in cape cod in november but also i i have no ability to bear cold weather at all so no no um, are. <laughs> Yeah, you're even worse than
1: I. Am. Um, <laughs> um, so Joey comes up and yeah. she says to Andy, like, you know, as a veteran of multiple breakups with the same guy, it, yeah. it gets better. Yeah, it gets better. Yeah, it, it gets easier. You know. Yeah, and like I'm liking Joey and Andy building a friendship. You I know? agree. I, you know. I love Jen and Joey building a friendship, but yeah. Joey just hates on Jen too much to like really have it be an even handed friendship. Unlike Andy, every time they're together, they, they seem like real friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Andy, like, you know, takes this moment to really open up to Joey about how she feels, you know? Uh huh. And she's just like, all I can think about is how badly I hurt him and how badly I got hurt.
0: Yeah. Yeah and she's like you know I like sometimes it's so unbearable I feel like I can't even stop like I feel so uncomfortable in my own skin that if I stop for a second it's like I just will only think about how badly I hurt him and how badly I got hurt yeah and like so while they're having this conversation then Jack and Pacey are like you know Pacey's kind of like oh does she ever ask about me and you know Finally, like Jack's like, you know, well, you broke my sister's heart. <laughs> yeah, and Casey's like Casey
1: fires back with like, well, she broke mine. Yeah.
0: And Jack's
1: like, Yeah, so imagine how she fucking feels.
0: Yeah. Which is I mean, like, that's some pretty deep shit, man. Well,
1: <laughs> like, no, totally. Like they're both heartbroken. Yeah. And they're angry at the other person without being empathetic.
0: Well, totally. and I think they're both kind of angry at themselves. I mean, Andy more so than Pacey, but like, yeah, is angry at herself for like doing this and for causing yeah. this. Um,
1: I mean, I think Pacey is his he's kind of touched on it. He's a little bit angry at himself for like, kind of being unable to forgive Andy, even yeah. though he knows himself. And I, and I don't think he's wrong for knowing that about himself, you know, but he's mad that he couldn't forgive her, you know, yeah um mm-hmm. you know and that like or maybe he couldn't forget you know it's like yeah. maybe he could have forgiven but he couldn't forget you know because
0: he's like I remember everything yep he sure does um and so then like <laughs> and- we go in the house and then like Andy's like oh well you and Pacey, you and Pacey have gotten are- being Gotten friends yeah like, good friends lately going.
1: yeah. he's yeah, yeah. like it's fucking wild but yeah like we're hanging out you know and andy's like does he ever ask about me and joey's like no i mean
0: oh uh you know the thing is <laughs> she's nicer than that about it she says like he doesn't really out a- he doesn't really ask about her but like she knows it's because like he feels so deeply about Andy that, yeah, like,
1: she's totally backpedaling <laughs> she's like no oh. he doesn't ask about you
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I didn't read it that way but I, I hear it <laughs> and she, but she's like you know he keeps you he keeps like your relationship close to his heart so he doesn't really talk about it which like because she kind of says like you know Pacey like if he can't make a quip about it he's not gonna talk about yeah. it yeah yeah So, which actually feels kind of true <laughs>
1: Although, like we do see, we did in the last episode see Pacey talking to Jen about yeah the relationship, you know. Yeah, I, just I mean think that they're like slow. Um, Pacey and Joey are like slow to build their friendship. Whereas, absolutely. Like, you know Pacey and Jen they like had an immediate connection and friendship you know
0: well also they don't have like Pacey and Joey have years of kind of hating each other and bickering (laughs) with each other that they have to like get over before
1: yeah like they don't entirely trust each other (laughs) yeah which is
0: fair Um, so we go out to the table and Grams asks everyone to join hands and we are supposed to get yet another great music cue Um, this of Janice Ian's Getting Over You Um, First of all, not the last time we're going to hear Janice Ian. Definitely not. Definitely Definitely not. not. Definitely not. We got a good story about one that's coming up. Oh, yeah. And um, quick trivia about Janice Ian. That is the name of Lizzie Kaplan's character in Mean Girls. Uh, Tina Fey named her after this singer um one of janice ian's biggest songs was called at 17 which is a great song and you should definitely listen Mm -hmm. to it tina was a huge fan of that song which is why she named lizzie Kaplan after janice ian and like just if you don't know janice ian is in that category of those like 70s lady crooners um and uh like carly simon and carol king um and so so she's that's the kind of that's that's what we're looking at here
1: yeah, Janice and she's a fucking icon of Dawson's Creek, if you ask me, but... Yeah. Okay. And so D- Graham's asked Dawson to lead the grace or to start off, and they grab hands, and he's like, I'm just grateful for all the friends and family.
0: <laughs> he's, yeah, and he's like you know um well first he says i'm thankful for all the great food and mitch looks at pacey and goes great cranberries <laughs> which i thought was just such a great little moment <laughs> i like love when Pace, uh, when mitch is kind of like a, a like funny ribbing dad to the like I know. Kids. well
1: mitch and pacey have like a good relationship i yeah, think it's really cute. i agree
0: and yeah dawson's like you know i'm thankful to gather with friends and family who in the best he said, who in the best of all worlds are one and the same, which is like a, a great sentiment. It, that it's is unbelievable
1: true. coming from Dawson. Oh,
0: I, I mean, I agree with you entirely, but like what what a lovely that's like such a lovely sentiment.
1: Because um, every time Joey's like, I mean, you're like family to me, Dawson's like, You're the girl down the creek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He never like agrees to that. I
0: know, I know. Um so Pacy I mean, Pacy says thank you to the women. The Ryan women, the ladies of the Ryan brood, for an outstanding meal and an afternoon of peace, both both of which will be lacking from the next stop that he has.
1: Um, I'm here for a man exclusively thanking women. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, friend too, indeed. <laughs> um. And Andy thanks Mrs. Ryan for having her. And then she says that she's most thankful for her friends who have helped her in so many ways. And without them, she'd be lost. And I'm like, this part is the Andy we know and love. Like, this Andy. Yeah. And, you know, they seem to have lost that along the way. Um, Yeah. But, like, that is... uh, I love that, Andy.
1: Yeah, we see them kind of correct. Yeah, course correct. Course correct Andy's vibe. Because, like you know, some wild ass shit that happened in the past yeah. couple of episodes, Yeah. you know, and even her opening up to Joey, I just felt like how she's heartbroken and, and she feels a lot of guilt, you yeah. know, and she hasn't learned how to manage her guilt. Um, yeah. It's trigger, triggering her anxiety. Sure. You know? Sure. So we are just like, Oh, there's our friend Andy. Hey, There's know? Andy. Here she is. Missed you, and- girl. We missed you. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack, thanks the kind of people that take in strays you mm-hmm. know and it's super cute and joey gives thanks to all the people that we love that aren't with us for whatever reason you uh-huh know.
0: doesn't just because they aren't here doesn't mean we love them any less yeah just so sweet yeah. and
1: then you know grams is like your turn jen and jen's like um i'm thankful for second chances uh-huh And she says, I'm
0: thankful for the opportunity to try and rebuild bridges that were once thought beyond repair and for the promise of many more Thanksgivings to come.
1: Yeah. And Helen gets uncomfortable and storms off.
0: Yeah. I mean, she excuses herself, but she leaves pretty (laughs) abruptly. And and Jen's like, no, I'll go. Yeah. Grams goes to follow. And Jen's like, no, no, no. I got this. I got this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she catches up to Helen and is like, you know, I didn't mean to upset you. Yeah, it's really
1: sad that she's apologizing to her mom.
0: Yeah, totally. And Helen tells Jen, like, I wasn't upset, but I was like thinking that maybe I did something right by sending you to live with Grams. <laughs> Jen's like, you didn't fucking send me. Yeah, she's like, that's not the way I'd put it, but um.
1: <laughs> and
0: Helen's like, fair point. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: true. It then is. She gets fucking dark and yeah. helen's like i've been searching in vain for friends like that my whole life and yeah well, I mean, maybe you shouldn't have slept with mitch while she was dating your best friend gail <laughs>
0: <laughs> for the people that don't know the show as well as us like that is entirely made up by us <laughs> totally, totally, there's totally. nothing in it and but also, i love it but i, I love it
1: for a storyline where they like hate on
0: the other woman oh absolutely no 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 no. but but (laughs) but great but yes (laughs) but great it makes great fan fiction Yes. (laughs) um and helen's like you know you don't realize how lucky you are and jen's like you know i'm glad this makes you feel better that like i have friends but but they're not family
1: family you know and like just like this is you know she's like i've stumbled over and over the past year
0: Yeah. And she's like, you know, and Helen's like, oh, I guess I should have written or called you (laughs) fucking bitch. I know. I know. Yeah. 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 And Jen's like, well, like, why didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. And then Helen's like, I honestly don't know. Like, I wish I could tell you I wanted to, but I didn't
1: yeah jen's like what did i do that was so bad so wrong you know it's Mm -hmm. just like this moralizing of the situation like if she's a good girl then like her mom would like her right but a bad girl and she won't
0: yeah and she and helen to her credit says like she didn't do anything wrong like nothing was so wrong and then she like goes to explain and we cut away yeah, so we don't know what she's going to say. Yeah. So we go to the table where uh, Mitch and Gail are having pie together, and like Dawson comes up to them. And Gail's, like, really nice and is, like, yeah, proud like of what you speech. said. Yeah. yeah. And Mitch is like, Dawson, the pie's, like worth the wait you gotta try your mom's pie and dawson dawson's fucking pissed he's like stop acting like nothing's changed yeah Why is
1: mom living here
0: yeah and he says that they're acting like rob and laura petrie who are um Who's that dick van dyke and mary tyler moore's characters from the dick van dyke show like okay. Um, Dawson Dawson's like
1: let me just quote all these always like referencing these things from like the 60s like yeah yeah and and you're just like okay Dick Van
0: Dyke might have been the 50s even and you're just like I mean like I definitely watched it on Nick at Night with my mom Mm -hmm. the Dick Van Dyke show but like I could not have told you what those people's names are like I knew it was Mary Tyler Moore and Dick Van Dyke but I don't know what their characters names are um and, like, Gail's, like, what's up, Dawson? Like, why are you so mad? He, she's, like, you know, we're just, like, your dad and I are just trying to become friends again. <laughs> yeah. Remember when you told me I should talk to him about being friends, like, two episodes ago? <laughs> right. Remember when you had that whole speech about, like, maybe it would be good if <laughs> me and Mitch were friends. And, like, it would be great to have someone to talk to who really understood. I, I mean. <laughs> no? Okay. no? Okay. No? No. No. Okay. You're and Dawson's just, gonna Dawson yell about just things.
1: like. I can't handle being out of the loop.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, he's, you know, he's like, like, you're in our guest room and like, you know, are you a tenant or are you a part of the family? And Mitch is kind of like, it's not that simple, which it fucking (laughs) isn't. Yeah.
1: Cause like, she's always part of the family full stop. Yeah. You know, and she also fucking bought that house. So Mm -hmm she can live there too you know and like what the fuck you know um like okay Dawson (laughs) like again I give him space my parents are married so I don't know what it's like to go through a divorce I give him space for that but it's hard because he'll like ask for something and they kind of do it and then he's still mad about about that you know and like it's interesting because like I think this is the way he is with all of his relationships. Like he can gossip, he can like talk about other people, but he has a really hard time talking about his own personal feelings. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then he actually says something that's like really insightful, which is like, you know, maybe it's for the best if I'm out of the loop on like your relationship. But if there's something going on that affects me, I need to know about it
1: yeah it's totally true I mean (laughs) 100%
0: I'm like yeah Dawson like that is a totally respectable thing to ask and (laughs) to like ask to be in the loop on that stuff yeah
1: yeah I mean again it's like I don't really understand like what's so confusing about Gail like staying in the guest room
0: Uh, yeah I don't either but he's confused by it yeah, for whatever reason. Like to me,
1: that seems pretty clear. Like, right? She's looking for an apartment. She's pursuing an eoc claim, and in the meantime, <laughs> she's like moving back home. She needs a place to stay, so uh-huh. she's staying in the house that she bought. I, bet. I mean, seems fair. Out.
0: Seems fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but Dawson, or I mean, Mitch and Gail, when Dawson says that, like, kind of look at each other and are silent. So something's yeah. definitely going on. So there.
1: we're like, oh, and, there's something happening that we're not seeing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Until <laughs> like, this exact oh, moment, we have not okay, seen this. Okay right, okay. right. Okay.
0: So then we go back over to Jen and Helen, and like, yeah. we hit them right after Helen has seemingly told Jen about giving a baby up for adoption when she was a teenager yeah and jen's we like know she was a teenager um that's a good question i mean jen says it right here oh okay yeah but uh, but I, I don't know that we knew it beforehand i think we mm-hmm. maybe just assumed um and jen's like you found me in this compromising position and then like instead of sharing what you went through you s- exiled me to capeside And Jen's like, fuck that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Jen's like, don't you think I would have benefited from knowing this? And like, again, I actually don't think she would need to know specifically about the adoption. I I think that there is room for everyone to share their own experiences, especially in parenting. But I also think there's room to withhold things you don't want your kids to know that are personal to you, you know? Um, So I but I just think that. Like if, if Helen didn't want to tell about giving an adoption, like, I don't think she has to, but she could have very well just said to Jen, like, Hey, like I found my, you know, I found myself in a position sex with my sexuality that like mm-hmm. was not Bad. less than, yeah. you know, w- it wasn't what I wanted. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, you know, I had to make some choices that I don't really feel uncomfortable with and like, you know, that I have to carry with me to this day. And I, I feel worried for you that you're. Going to make Maybe. those, yeah. Yeah. You know, just like kind of sharing your experience, but you don't have to like flat out say something you're uncomfortable saying, you know?
0: Right. Well, like, and again, back to my refrain of like, parents tell your kids when you have failed. It is actually very helpful for them to hear it, yeah. you know? And I'm not saying like this is a failure, but like, I'm like, you know, tell your kids when you did something that you're not proud of or that you fucked up a little bit or like whatever it is, whatever. Adjective you want to ascribe to the thing that happened, like like, be like, hey, well, I I think just it's easy. It's it's like seeing your parent having done, having made a mistake, is actually Mm -hmm. really helpful in your like being able to navigate the world and make mistakes. You know,
1: and and Helen, I mean, I definitely am not going to say giving an. you know, having an adoption is a mistake, but no, I don't no, no. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and
0: I and I agree. I don't think mm-hmm. I, I don't think I don't want to ascribe mistake or yeah. bad or anything like that to it, but because I, I don't think I don't think that. But yeah, um yeah, yeah. but you know, just like Helen clearly thinks that like, you know, she this is something that she needs to keep secret. And that's okay. But like, also, you can say, hey, I've had experience with this thing that you're now having experience with. And like, let me talk to you about it a little bit.
1: I mean, I just think this is why it's so hard for mothers and daughters once, you know, daughters become, you know, start going through puberty, because you have... such complicated feelings about sex, you know, and you want to protect your daughter. Like, it's like, yeah. Now that Reels is out on Instagram, like sometimes on my Explore page, it's like the Reels, you know, and mm-hmm. it's all these like really young girls doing dances. Mm-hmm. And it's really fucking with my head because I'm just like, what is like this is a subset of the internet I know right, nothing about, right. you know? <laughs> yeah. And also, like, I feel really uncomfortable with like someone who's like, happy, I'm so happy I'm turning 11 and they have like a face full of makeup and like a, you know, tube top on. And I'm like, I'm not going to judge a girl for. What she wears sure. because that's the male gaze. But on the other hand, I'm like, it's like from my own experience. I'm like, don't grow up so fast. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, yeah. you're gonna have a lifetime of the male gaze <laughs> on you, creepy men staring at you. So like you know, just take those moments without yeah. it. It's yeah, like you're you're taking them for granted right now, but you're gonna look back and regret. <laughs> Not like cherishing that time when you didn't have to be on the receiving end of the male gaze, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's super like, I think those are the complicated things because like, you know, you're trying to find yourself as like a young teen, you know, Mm -hmm. like, no, I know what I want, you know, and and also like your parent, you know, and as a parent, you're trying to guide them through this experience. It's fucked up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. And if you get if you're seeing them, then who knows who else is seeing them. That's the scary part, too absolutely yeah yeah um so Jen or like Helen's like tells Jen that this was a secret that she's had to carry for 20 years and like you know Jen's like what so the solution was making me feel dirty and ashamed about like what happened and Helen's like that's not what my intention was and I'm like who fucking cares that's what happened
1: yeah that's just how she feels yeah like you know and the thing is like Again, like, I don't, it's just unbelievable she would share this story like this, you know? Like, yeah, she I agree. kept it a secret for all that time, yeah, yeah. you know? And, like, it's like, what would she think that Jen was going to get from this experience right. of finding this out about her mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they obviously don't have a very open relationship. So, like, you know, to have her mom confide in her about this thing that's like, would just fuck with your head, you know? Definitely. Um, ugh. Jen's just like, <laughs> I know what you fucking did this. You didn't want to protect me from the secret. Yeah. You wanted to fucking protect dad from
0: yeah. finding out. Yeah. And she's like, you know, this is the story of my life, just waiting for the day you decide to take my story for once over his. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, fuck, man, Jen has had it rough. Yeah. Um, and this is where Helen says, like, I, you know, I'm not prepared to wind up alone. Like, that's why I didn't tell him.
1: <laughs> it's like <laughs> I remember watching this scene in 1999 Uh being like, that is the darkest shit I've ever heard. I know. It's so dark. (laughs) Because I'm looking at this lady like you are all alone. Yeah. So like you have already ended up alone.
0: (laughs) <laughs> so
1: yeah and now but in your head you have this husband who you've given way too much power to yep. over like your own agency yeah at the expense of your daughter who's like amazing you know and yeah. like what do you get out of this you know like
0: yeah and Jen ha- kind of you, ha-
1: you already said you had no friends
0: <laughs> right and Jen kind of like says that like you know okay well that's the difference between us like I'd rather end up alone than in some pathetic loveless marriage
1: absolutely
0: um, and she goes to walk away and then helen's like asked her to stay mm-hmm. and jen turns around and is like you are the most selfish person i've ever known yeah and she kind of lays into her and is like you know you can't even cry like look at you right now you can't even cry you're numb and you're grateful for being numb yeah and She's like, she- you're fucking pathetic yeah and like she just says, you know, like I, you're afraid of being alone because you don't want to see. Basically, you don't want to have to deal with yourself. Yeah. And it's just like oof, oof, oof.
1: Yeah, and Jen storms off crying. And it's just yeah. really sad. Like I, I just, it doesn't make sense why Helen would tell Jen this story. I, I the secret.
0: I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
1: I. It's super weird, but and and then if she had maybe at one point wanted to you would think she would have had like a more thought out plan
0: yeah yeah I mean not to defend her but kind of in her defense Dawson did sort of ambush her with this but yeah I agree with you
1: but just like for what little we know about the character of Helen Lindley yeah, it's just yeah. like at what point does she like give a fuck about a 16
0: year old says no totally no I, I'm with you I, th- I I I'm with you um so we, we then we cut to the table where alexander is crying and bessie yeah. is like well it's time for us to go yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and, and joey joey's goes like
1: to stand up and bessie's like no you stay like you have some fun you know
0: oh my and, god um, bessie is the hero of this television show
1: i know. no oh my god <laughs> and bessie. she goes to leave with alexander yeah and dawson's like bye bessie and and dawson goes and sits with joey yeah joey's like "Ooh, you were gossiping with your parents what was that about (laughs) yeah she's like
0: with me (laughs) well she's like you know what's up like that looked kind of serious um and dawson tells her that the divorce is final (laughs) um a
1: way to drop a bomb mitch and gail are you fucking kidding me on thanksgiving yeah also like it would. You would know the date, like you- wouldn't you have just told Dawson in advance, like uh, like three months ago? Like we've done all the paperwork. It's going to be yeah. finalized on this date. Like you know, this is what's going on.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Who knows, Mitch and Gale? <laughs> okay,
1: so they're just like they weren't going to tell him.
0: Uh, that's kind of what it seems like. They weren't going to tell him yet. Maybe, maybe they were waiting till after Thanksgiving to her. So um and Joey's like
1: what did you say to them? Like does she ask him how he feels? She said she's sorry to hear that. She but she doesn't she... say how do you feel, right?
0: And well um let's see she says she started to hear that and then she's like yeah what did you what did you what'd say, you say you yeah know?
1: it's super weird I mean like if my friend my best friend told me that I'd be like oh my god are you okay yeah how do you feel yeah
0: yeah <laughs> I wouldn't um, be
1: like oh cool what'd you what'd you say to your parents after they revealed that to you I wouldn't give a fuck about that I know I know are you kidding me yeah yeah like what well. is this friendship so bizarre I mean it's, it's <laughs> why it's why they can't talk about their own feelings you know?
0: absolutely absolutely and but Dawson tells her, you know, like after a year of ifing and budding, any decision is a good decision. And then Dawson like comes out the gate with this super profound. Well, he also says he told him congrats. Yeah, because oh yeah, I told him congratulations, and Joey's like good for you. <laughs> yeah. So then he comes out to the gate with this super profound thing where he says, you know, the only homes we have are the ones we make for ourselves. Um and I'm Cross- like
1: it, Joey shook and so am I because this is not the Dawson Larry we know.
0: Right. I mean, I love the sentiment. To,
1: I think it's an amazing line, but I mm-hmm. just I don't know Dawson to feel this, think this, believe <laughs> it, yeah. know this to be true. Right. Um. What? Okay. Right. Okay. And Joey's like shook that like Dawson finally like gets where she's coming from kind of Uh-huh. and like their friendship exists in these unspoken places you know yeah because I don't think
0: he's talking about her at all I don't think so either I don't think so either I think I think that he's I mean, I think he's talking about this experience of all of them together. So in that way, maybe he's talking a little bit about Joey, but he's not talking about Joey in a singular way. He's talking about like this group that we've got here today. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Dawson's like, oh, I think we should cut loose tonight and like, you know, act out and with, like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And- yeah,
1: Joe, Yeah, Joey's like, what do you have in mind? And he's like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, or, you know, a mind-blowing three-hour conversation. I was like, I might throw up right I now.
0: I know, okay, go, please stop. <laughs> what,
1: like, what do you think that means to them?
0: I think that... What do I think that that means to them? Great question. I have no idea. Like, I, th- I mean... Uh- It seems like what it means to them is they're going to talk about movies for three hours because that seems to be really the only thing that they can talk about without like totally devolving into being mad at each other.
1: That much in common, you know, and like their way that they see the world like Joey, you know, has a perspective from her class of the way society is and like her gender, you know, um, that Mm -hmm. Dawson actually like dismisses from time to time. Yeah. Um. So I can't imagine that they're like, you know, hey. discussing like, you know, just like the what's going on in the world. Like, you know, climate yeah. change. Are they talking about climate change? Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess just at this point it'd be called global warming. You Yeah. Know, or, yeah they talking about like you know like the war in kosovo in. yeah
0: no i don't yeah, know yeah, yeah they're
1: talking about ethnic genocide what's yeah. the difference between genocide and ethnic cleansing and why yeah. do we spend so much time discussing those two different words when <laughs> people are getting murdered
0: yeah um they're not talking about any of that Aaron <laughs> i don't know what they're talking killings. about <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and pacey then comes out of the ryan house with his jacket we go over to pacey and jen fucking comes in out of the side of the frame She's and like just grabs him, him. <laughs> and he's like, like we're off to the g- <laughs> we're going we're to going the gardening to shed the
1: fucking shed i'm like oh, okay the ryan's have a shed too what the yeah. fuck okay uh, uh and pacey's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. what's going whoa. on he's like look- trying to take his clothes off
0: (laughs) yeah because they get into the gardening shed and like paisy's kind of like i mean i don't want to be a prude but like i can't do this right now (laughs) yeah i gotta go like
1: i've gotta go to my parents (laughs) yeah yeah
0: we're in a garden shed like hello because jen's unzipping things and like and she's like i promise i won't laugh right now yeah that's not coming
1: and she's like he's like hold up what's going on and he's like she's like that's not part of our um prenup agreement <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, like it doesn't
0: Emotional. she calls it emotional foreplay and pacey's like yeah which means we also can't have angry sex
1: yeah and he's like tell me what happened with your mom and yeah like, well like mother like daughter <laughs>
0: and she says i'm not the only girl in the lindley family who can't say no
1: and Pacey just totally gets how she would feel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because Pacey's like, you know, Jen sort of says, I kind of wish I never knew this.
1: Well, that part I was like, oh, my God. Jen's like, I plan to file this under I wish I never knew. OK, so we now know how Jen feels about knowing this secret. Yeah.
0: It's like, what the fuck, Dawson? Well, and like, um, well, and and there's like this way in which yeah what the fuck dawson but also like oh my god pacey that he's just kind of like okay i'm with you like here we are i, I you know i get what you're going through even though i don't exactly get what you're going through like yeah um and pacey is like you know wait a pacey. second like what you just experienced is a defining moment so like yeah. stop a second basically yeah
1: and as someone who just went through this myself yeah and then holy shit here comes Alanis.
0: yeah well he says like when you come to see your parents as human beings with their own problems it's oddly kind of liberating and then here's Alanis. that yeah. I would be good I would venture to say this is Jen's theme song I know which like oh you couldn't ask for God. a better one
1: it's like every growing moment <laughs> between Pacey and Jen. Yeah. You know, it's, I know. And there's like a flute solo. <laughs> it's awesome. I've been blasting this song ever since we recorded season, the season two finale. And I so know. And so it came on. My boyfriend was like, oh, God. Here we go. are.
0: <laughs> Get on board, Charles. <laughs> um, and then like
1: Pacey... And, like, Pacey Pacey just lays it out you know he's like you're starting to see your parents as their own people and they're able to make their own mistakes yeah fucked up and fucking hard to find
0: out and he's like and when you realize they're way more messed up than you like you realize that it's not worth your time and energy to like despise them like you know I'm like damn this is wise so fucking true oh my god and Jen starts crying and Pacey hugs her
1: holds her and just know.
0: my note in all caps is give me these two as good friends more often please for the love of god i know it's such a sweet scene it's so great and and you really really i think deeply get that these two people are two people that understand each other yeah exactly you know what i mean and are just like great friends and understand each other yeah and yeah so then we cut out of there and we go to later at night where we see helen like packing up her car <laughs> she's like
1: legit gonna like escape in the middle of the night i mean it's like probably like, it's like 6 probably PM, like, yeah <laughs> but like still like she you get the vibe she's just like packing up and it's like i'm out of i'm out of
0: here and jen's like uh oh, are you leaving so soon and helen's like you know i've wreaked enough havoc for one holiday like <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and jen's like don't worry i won't tell dad yeah but she's like, like, it's your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm not Dawson. I'm not getting involved in my parents' marriage. Mm. <laughs> and, the, but she's like, but I don't fucking take back anything I said to you. Right. And Helen's like, I deserved it. And she like kind of turns and she tells Jen, like, don't marry a cold man. Like, <laughs> well, don't choose marrying rich.
0: Yeah, totally. Because, like, Helen says, I deserve everything that's happened to me. And I'm like, girl, you need therapy. (laughs) Wow. Gosh. Wow. And yeah, she says, like, don't marry a cold man. Like, don't wake up at 40 and realize one false move in your whole life could be pulled out from under you. And then Jen's just like, why don't you divorce him? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah,
1: fucking leave that asshole. And Helen gets so dark. Woo! Here we go. <laughs> She's like, if I divorce him, my life will be over. All yeah. those um, parties, those, like, my friends won't call me for, like, fundraisers.
0: Yeah, like, you know, the society shit, the, like, social registry loses your address and you, like, disappear from the, like, I don't know, I, uh, the high society thing. It's just that's Literally my it's unbelievable
1: like in New York like everywhere people get divorced so you're like
0: what I know I know and uh, like the only way I like have any insight into this is like from Gilmore Girls Emily and Richard Gilmore so I feel like I maybe don't have a lot of legs to stand on and talking about (laughs) social registry shit but like you know I know that those I know that those kind of societies are like insular and have these like insane rules unspoken rules um but yeah i feel like divorce is that's not one of them it happens
1: yeah yeah (laughs) you know i mean obviously it would just depend on like i guess maybe she signed like a shitty prenup prenup agreement yeah and you're like what just get a post-nump like yeah renegotiate that shit like well and
0: so then jen's like jen says this fucking stunningly smart thing where she's like (laughs) you know, ever since you put me on this plane to Cape side, like I always thought you hated me, but Jen's like, but I'm realizing that you did not hate me, that you just like, didn't want me getting stuck the way you got stuck. Mm -hmm. And which is like, maybe kind of a good thing, but in this like really fucked up way. Yeah. And like Jen says that she realizes that like Helen hates herself. (laughs) And Jen's like, you know, if I'd realized that earlier this year would have been easier. It's true. You know. Yeah. So yeah.
1: and so then Grams walks up and yeah. Helen Helen's like, bye mom. And then Jen earnestly is like, Bye Mom. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then Grams is there again holding Jen, mm-hmm. like being there for her physically. And she literally asks Jen if she's alright.
0: Yeah. And like I gotta say putting putting Michelle Williams and Mel Harris and Mary Beth Peel all together Mm -hmm. like you really like I feel like you really see that even with this storyline that's like got some issues to it (laughs) you know when you put good actors in this material like it it's great I mean like that scene with between her and Jen, between Mel Harris and, and Michelle Williams, mm-hmm. is so fucking powerful. Like the everything that's not said between them is just like, it's stunning. Yeah. It's stunningly good. Yeah. Um, and so so when Graham asks Jen if she's okay, Jen's like, yeah, like I'll be she, fine. She says it with such confidence, like, yes.
1: Like, you know, in a way that she's never been able to confidently answer that question.
0: Yeah. And we, of course, get Alanis Morissette Alanis one more time. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. And, and so Jen turns and she sees that there's a bonfire and Andy and Jack and Dawson and Joey are there. Yeah. And Pacey rolls up behind her on his bike. Yeah, yeah. Jen's like, hey, what are you doing here? And he's just like, I am gonna do it. Yep. I couldn't do it. I went to my door. I went to my front house, you know, and I was like, I can either spend time with my family who think I'm an idiot or my friends who think the same.
0: (laughs) Who think I'm an idiot. But (laughs) he says the he says this friends part kind of jokingly, you know, like the family part is serious and the friends is kind of jokingly. And Jen laughs and is and is earnestly says, I'm glad you're here.
1: Yeah. And and then he's so sweet. He's like, are you mad with me? Yeah. Like no hard
0: feelings. Yeah. and I'm just
1: like, this is the thing why I like Pisces so much more. He doesn't assume he doesn't assume that he knows her. You know, he doesn't just be like, you're mad at me. I'm going to operate as such. He just he he's not afraid to ask questions. Yeah. and And like ask clarity.
0: Yeah, and he and Jen clarifies for him. She's like, No, I'm not mad. I'm just like kind of embarrassed. <laughs> like, yeah. And Pacey's like, no need to be sorry or embarrassed. It's <laughs> n- believe it or not, not every day that a beautiful woman throws herself at me. And he does call her a woman there. And, yeah. Um,
1: and she says
0: thank you for behavior over and beyond. Like, yeah, you know. Above and beyond. And and Jen's like, you know, Pacey's like, oh, come on, it was nothing. And she's like, Pacy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. Like <laughs>
0: you're a 16 year old boy that, <laughs>
1: there's, and there's it must have been so fucking hard. Yeah. for someone to throw themselves at you and you say no, <laughs> and he's like, you have no idea. <laughs> oh my god, he
0: like puts his arm around her and he's like, yeah, <laughs> it was hard.
1: Yeah, which and so I didn't we kind of see like how they them too are like redefining who they are you know mm-hmm. it's like Jen's a slut Pacey only cares about sex you know uh, and yeah
0: like,
1: you know we haven't seen that to be true like this episode this season you mm-hmm. know and like these are just um identities that have been told to them
0: yeah yeah and I think like I do I think you're right I think they are redefining their own identities and like what's interesting is like you know pacey kind of as sex crazed teenage boy it's like it's not that he's not yeah you know what i mean obviously he's like yeah it was took superhuman strength to like resist the fact that you're like literally taking off my clothes you know of course and
1: like (laughs) you know people think about sex all the time like as adults and like it's even worse when
0: they're fucking 16 like are you kidding me you know yeah um and then like So they go. So Jen and Pacey walk to the fire together and like Pacey asks Andy if the seat next to her is taken. And she's kind of like really soft with him too. And she's like, you know, it is now. It's like really sweet. It's
1: really sweet. Yeah. I think that they you know, through talking to their friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They've like you know, they're not over each other, but they've come to like a better understanding of like yeah. what the situation is and can like see it through a different perspective. Instead of yeah. being caught it instead of being caught in their own heads, which is what happens so often on this mm-hmm. show, because they don't talk to their friends about yeah. what's going on with yeah. them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do. And and Jen's like wow it's been a minute since we've all hung out you know yeah like a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special yeah
0: yeah and Andy (laughs) gets all excited and is like oh my god I love that one and like goes into description about it
1: and then everyone's kind of looking at her giggling (laughs) and she's like what like yeah yeah
0: it's like old Andy yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: and Joey then of course is Joey and is like well I mean the group hugs like a little premature like I'm sure Mm -hmm. we'll go back to hating each other again in no
1: time, <laughs> you're like okay joey <laughs> but also yes but also not sweet. not wrong not wrong side work
0: you know and dawson's like well before that happens like i want to say and then he says this other great thing like
1: i know which i'm like why didn't jen get to say this
0: i know i agree because he says in a world where people who raise you end up letting you down it's an honor and privilege to have you guys to turn to um which is a great sentiment not that the people that raised me let me down they're lovely but um but but it is always an honor and a privilege to be able to turn to your friends absolutely <laughs> and everyone's kind of silent and then Joey actually comes in with a great joke and she's <laughs> like you know cannot wait for the oscar speech there's not going to be a dry eye in the house and <laughs> then the flute leads us out they all yep of Alanis Morissette flute solo and they all laugh and they cheers their like coffee cups and it's it's sweet I'm sure it's hot cocoa oh whatever yeah (laughs) hot drink they're hot drinks oh it's such a weird episode there's so many good moments (sighs) yeah so okay so so this is the episode where the cast shut down production because they were so unhappy with the storylines that were happening. Um, Like Like in particular, uh, Jen and Pacey, Jen and
1: Pacey forming a relationship.
0: Yeah. I want to say, I think that this is a good Thanksgiving episode of a television show. Um, It's, you know, it, it does what a Thanksgiving episode needs to do yeah and I love that Jen and her mom gets closure I love that Andy and Pacey get to their place where they're at where they can be around each other I wish that Jack was in it more but I suspect Kerr Smith was probably still filming whatever it was he was filming yeah um but like Okay, so I read an article about the shutdown in Vanity Fair. It's weird because, like, the Dawson's Creek writers all refer to it as if everyone knows what happened. I but, know. like, I cannot find original source material on what actually happened. <laughs> except to say that the cast went to the network. Yeah. And was like, we hate this shit. And, um, and... Then Alex Ganza, this is his last episode as showrunner. Mm -hmm. Um, he gets fired. Uh, and then Greg Berlanti will take over in the next episode as showrunner. And he will, Greg Berlanti will stay the showrunner of this show through season four, through the end of season four. Yeah. So, um, but like, I think it, yeah, the Jen and Pacey storyline seems to be the crux of the issue. (laughs) um and i get it i i
1: get that yeah i mean as much as i like seeing them together like it doesn't really make sense right. you know um and yeah you're like okay
0: and i get that if you don't know like like we're not gonna say how it ends right now because obviously that's to come but um if you don't know how it ends i get being like <laughs> What the fuck are we doing here, guys? Um, I think that the, that at the end of the day, how the way the storyline turned out is very good. Um, like it's a funny little kind of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. it's almost a sleight of hand, right? It doesn't tell you what's really coming. It kind of like throws you off course to what's really about to come down the pipeline. Um, and, I think that's really well done and fun and like I said earlier Michelle Williams and Joshua Jackson are great actors and are yeah are charming to watch together. Yeah, you know. But I also get being like in the in the context of this show, what the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah, it's super weird. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I you can tell that they're kind of at a loss for what to do again. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. always like floundering for storylines. Yeah. Uh, they're like, put the two sidekicks together. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: and I would argue that in the next episode. And it's hard because
1: the, it's so much, It you know, we complain about this all the time. But like, it's so much better to watch everyone being friends than yeah. to have all the storytelling being about romantic relationships, you know. And like, obviously, the teen shows that so we still kind of need to have yeah. some of that. Yeah. Like, but it's like. There could be so much compelling storytelling of just friends, you know, Mm -hmm. like um, dealing with shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's a lot going on, you know, that Mm -hmm. could be dealt with. um, And we don't really see that, you know. Yeah. Um, Even the way that they like just kind of drop in that Mitch and Gail's divorce is finalized. Yeah. That's kind of like a big deal. Yeah. Well, and it's And it's just like dropped in like,
0: yeah. Well, and, and it's like, like last episode, and not that you know, like we said last episode, we had fun with it, but it's like it. There's except for this Jen Pacey thing, it, the plot line moved almost not at all, yeah. right? And like a little bit, the Dawson Joey like kind of coming together, like those two things are the only plot lines that like budged in that episode, yeah. and so it's like,
1: and it's hard because I actually don't think this is Dawson and Joey friendship at its best you know like yeah I don't really get that friendship especially seeing the way that Jen and Pacey interact you know yeah or even Joey and Andy and you know Pacey and Jack interacting you know Yeah. yeah like you see such better representation of friendship yeah you know and so that's like like what like joey that's not your best friend
0: dawson like all these yeah. other people are your better friends with like she even was such a good friend of jen yeah no totally and i think i mean for me too i think like i can see if you are used to what the show was and you live through the end of season two which sort of did fall apart so spectacularly and then you're supposed to come back with season three and get it on track and you're like what the fuck are we doing here You know, like, what story are we telling, you know? And I think that's a really fair thing. And I think it shows the power of these actors. I mean, I think sometimes we forget how fucking famous these actors were at this point Yeah,
1: that like, or how big this show was, or how big you know? this show
0: was, you know, that they were like, we hate this plot line. We hate these plot lines. We are going to shut down production. I mean, the fact that a show shut down produ- or actors shut down a production like this and the show just didn't go away is like kind of incredible. Um, right. But like, but I will say that I think in the next episode, we really do start to hit our stride in season three. I think ne- next episode is one of my favorite of the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that um, it starts to you really see the turnaround that happens very quickly um, right. in the in the storytelling and in the way that this season sort of plays out. Yeah, totally. You know? So who are you rooting for? I am rooting. I'm rooting for Jen. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That was a rough episode for Jen. I mean, I'm glad she was sort of front and center in it, mm-hmm. but uh, it was rough. And then yeah. I'm rooting for um, Pacey, who has uh, it, it wasn't as rough for him, but like the fact that his family is what it is. <laughs> I mean, like,
1: he's the only person in this episode who didn't spend Thanksgiving with his family. Yeah. Or, excuse me. He didn't spend Thanksgiving with his biological family.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, um, you know, I'm rooting for Andy and I'm rooting for Jack. And like, you know, those are the people I'm rooting for. I mean, I, I feel for Joey. I think holidays are hard um, for, you know, when you've lost someone that's close to you. Uh, I'm rooting for. Mm, I'm rooting for Mitch and Gail.
1: <laughs> yeah divorce is hard I <laughs> it's mean hard. obviously the juxtaposition of them ending their marriage and Helen being like I mm-hmm. could never and you're like what I mean yeah you just see how Gail and Helen took different paths for success whereas Gail you know focused on financial security on her in her own right yep and Helen focused on um you know marrying, marrying for financial security um which, again, speaks back to what we were talking about last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's real difficult, you know. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> uh, you know, um, where they're at in their yeah. lives, it's very sad to see. <laughs> yeah. All right. For our listener corner, this is from Sophie. Um. Do y'all think that Dawson's Creek was designed to be consumed and examined under the lens that people are looking at it through now, especially in regards to social commentary and the dynamics between some characters?
0: Hey, Sophie. Um, thanks for writing in. My answer would be no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Probably don't think it's. Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I think as a teen show the the writers wanted to have representation of maybe their own teen experiences Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. like they wanted to make sure that like those um identities were represented and you know like normalized um and so that's clear but it's still teen shows that's why they're so underrated and looked down upon because they are you know written to be kind of wild
0: i also think and this is something i think about so often with um older network television is that i think we have to put ourselves back in 1999 and remember what television how television functioned um if you missed a show uh you missed the show um, you know, like, I, I had a VHS that would record my shows, but like, if you didn't remember to do it or something like that, then you didn't know what was happening. And so, in order to keep. Yeah, you would have to like wait till the summer when they played reruns. When they played reruns. And still, it's like, they would, they understood that people sometimes missed episodes of a show and that like, they kind of had to retread ground every time and like remind you of what happened. I mean, this is the period of time I feel like even even around now is where we first started getting the previously ons. like they didn't even do that for a long time, you know, on television where it didn't even tell you what previously happened. It was just like whatever you either know or you don't and we're going to rehash mm-hmm. some of it. And so I think like television was seen as such more of a throwaway genre um, that like you watched it, you were entertained by it and you never went back to it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like, uh, and I think like the way that television has changed now with streaming where you binge the whole thing, like things change, right? Uh, there's this way in which like, um, and to give credit to Alex Ganza, uh, who just got fired in our world, just got fired off of Dawson's <laughs> Creek. 24, the show 24 is one of the, I think one of the real first network television shows that really like started calling back way far in the past right where like it it expected you to know what happened so specifically and it gave you these easter eggs and alex gonzo was a an executive producer on that show uh which is why i mentioned to him but like um you know i think that at a certain point television sort of realized that its audience was much smarter than it was giving it credit for right and so started to um Adhere to that, and also around this time is when around the time Twenty Four came out, and and you know that's when we started getting TV on DVD, where people realize that like, oh, actually, people want to own this and rewatch it a bunch, and not just in syndication, randomly out of order. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to watch an episode of Friends when it's on in syndication. That's a show that you you don't necessarily need to know all the plot lines. You can just watch it and it's funny. And I mean, even more so for like a a show like Seinfeld, you know,
1: Mm. or like um, Star Trek, there's it's
0: you know, a lot of
1: shows like that you could just watch one
0: episode, you know, Law and Order. I hear I've never watched Law and Order, but um, yeah, but you know, like serial shows where it's like, you know, this Mm -hmm. is it doesn't I don't need to know what happened in the previous episode necessarily to enjoy this one, um, so. So I think this is like on the precipice of when that changes. And I actually think a lot of the problems that teen girls had with this show at the time were because they were paying much closer attention to Dawson's Creek than any of the writing staff really knew. Yeah. Or really expected. And so it was like when in episode one, season three, episode one, Pacey is totally out of character you get people who are like
1: mention Andy once. And it's like,
0: what you get Aaron Hensley at her home in Orange County going or, or LA County, but near Orange County um, going like, you know, uh, what the fuck? What did you do? And, and I think that this was when it started to change. So I think Mm -hmm. that we, and I think that season three is actually a big hinge point on realizing that actually it's very um if you have a plot line that is plotted out and yeah. that and that you follow through the whole season actually people really love it <laughs> you know
1: yeah yeah totally like from a storytelling standpoint you yeah. want to see things build and grow and like that's why PC and Andy are so exhilarating to watch in season two because their relationship builds over the whole season and grows and strengthens, you know, and why it was so painful to watch it like fall apart with nothing.
0: Right. And, and I mean, same with Dawson and Joey over season one, it's like you Mm -hmm. built towards something and whether or not you wanted them together, you Mm -hmm. built toward it, you know? And so I think like, I think, I think in shows like this, it was like, oh, right, because because Beverly Hills 90210, which is really one of the only teen shows and I, I'm leaving Buffy out of it because I think Buffy is a completely different beast, um, so to speak. <laughs> um, but uh, but I think like Beverly Hills 90210, it was like individual episodes that was like, yes. yeah, there were storylines that went over like, you know, different episodes. But for the most part, this that was not a show that like built to a crescendo. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it was an episode about it's this like a, and then it was an episode opera. about this and then it was an episode yeah. about this and like yeah sure the characters stay the same and maybe there was like oh Brendan, Brenda and Dylan are kind of breaking up and you know that's going to mm-hmm. last a few episodes or you know whatever it was or Kelly's in yeah. a cult and that's going to last a few episodes. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh God, good times. But-
1: <clears throat> I guess with all that being said, personally, Mm -hmm. I think all media should be consumed under this lens. Absolutely. You know, I think that what we take in, what we see should always be examined. And, you know, especially in regards to social commentary, you know, I mean, it's just like, I, I think that's just like a personally, I think that's our responsibility, you know, to have an eye to that with anything that you're going to spend your time with, you know, it's the only thing you have a value, your time. So, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And I think like, Aaron, I love what you're saying there. Cause I think, um, and, and, you know, not to spoil anything, but we write about this in our book. One of the things that for this show, I think so often it got written off and then, for me personally I'll just say my own personal experience was is that I met you and our two of our other friends who who we all watched the show together. And um y'all took it so seriously and I had never experienced that before. It was like in high school I had one friend for a little bit that I watched this show with which I'll talk about in season 4. But um but like this was not a show that I really like discussed with people because I was in you know I was everyone i was hanging out with seemed like too punk rock to be watching this show Mm -hmm. and um and so when i met people that took it seriously and that wanted to discuss character development and that wanted to discuss like what was going on week to week um it it really like it felt like it made it feel so important and made it like oh yeah we are watching this thing and like this thing does um Affect us, you know, whether or not we want it to there, the stories that we're consuming and the way that those stories are being told has an impact on us. And I, I say that not in just in regards to Dawson's Creek, but in all media, you know, yeah, absolutely. And so watching this show And it having the moments that it has of really actually sidelining this main white guy character and showing us these other characters, like there's a way in which that's so important, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And so, you know, I think I think you're right. I think we all we need to be consuming media like that. And it's like there's this way in which I think right now, I would say. We're having these like I don't want to call them reckonings but like these movies that we watched as young people so like literally yesterday I was watching a live tweet of bring it on on nice <laughs> and and there's this way in which it's like that movie was so much fun when it came out and I loved it so much and I watched it a million times and then like watching it and really digging into like what does this movie actually mean and what is it actually doing and like realizing like oh the reason I liked it is Not just because it's a fun, great movie, which it definitely is. Yeah. But it's also turns all this (laughs) shit on its head, right? It's such a
1: compelling commentary on appropriation and like, you know, uh, colonialism.
0: Well, and not just appropriation and colonialism, but also centering cheerleaders that so often get sort of like the, the supporting role, you know, and get sort of maligned and mocked for their peppiness and their whatever. And like, what do you really do on the field? And there's this way in which it centers cheerleaders in a way that's like fucking radical. You know what I yeah. mean? And then it says, Hey, these white girl cheerleaders aren't even making up their own goddamn routines like you know and and Mm -hmm. and it really like turns it starts turning everything on its head and you're like oh this is one of the reasons that i like this movie so much
1: right totally yeah like i mean as much as it's like a little bit cheesy there are so many elements that are really smart about Mm -hmm. it and like compelling you know and that can like you know um resonate with all demos you know
0: yeah and and I think similarly with Dawson's Creek that that you know it's funny because like my friend who's watching it right now keeps texting me and then I have a couple of other friends who are like I never watched this show but then you're <laughs> I realized you're really into it and like I started watching it and actually it's really like <laughs> I'm hooked and I'm like yeah yeah I mean it actually <laughs> I'm like yeah yeah it's you know it has its moments of cheesiness but it's also like has its moments of greatness.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah.
0: so that's why we're here every week. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're here for a long time every week. <laughs> thank you,
1: Sophie. And yeah, thank, Sophie, you, thank you, everyone, you. for listening. Um, we hope you're staying safe. Um, it's wild out there. <laughs> Ooh, boy! Please make sure you're registered to vote if you're in the U.S. Yes, please. Um, and, uh, especially in your local elections, those are the most important ones. So important. Um, and, uh, defund the police. Yep. And Black Lives Matter.
0: Yep. Always, always, always. <laughs> always.
1: Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. Uh, you can email us Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron Hensley. We want to shout out a boy, Kilya for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at go freaking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Please. You can oh. pre-order our, you can pre-order our book. I remember everything life's lessons from Dawson's Creek. Aver- available wherever you get your books. We also have some
0: links on the internet. Please like a subscribe, uh, write a review, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Um, thank you so much for those of you who have already done that. We so appreciate that. And that helps us a lot. We would always like to thank Andrew Bush, who we cannot wait to see his bright shiny <laughs> face, um, believe you me. Um, and uh, you can find me on any of the social medias at Pesty 1079. Rarebird Lit can be found online at rarebirdlit. www.rarebirdlit.com or on social media at rarebird Lit. This has been a rarebird production.